Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we're talking WCW Saturday night on TBS from March the 2nd, 1991. That's right, we turn over to a new month. Uh, before we get rolling, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. And then shout out to the following returning patrons, new patrons, or patrons who went annual Daniel C., Robert C., Josh F., Marvin J., and Corey P. And if you're not a patron, the only way you can hear myself and Harper break down Flair's last match and a separate show with Doc and I breaking down Flair's last match is at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Breaking down might not be the best way to put it. Uh, uh, we cracked uh, open some Geridol tablets and snorted them. That's right. Come on. Tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. I got to say this, man. I need old motherfuckers to get the fuck out of the way. Of everything. <laughs> of everything. And, and you're going to, oh, wow. Vince wrestled this year. Rick wrestled this year. Our last president was 75. Our president now is 78. Get mad all you want. That's both sides. Both sides. I'm tired of it, man. Is there nobody capable of doing shit younger than 45? No. no, there is. They just get strong arm out of the way. No. <laughs> these fucking baby boomers with their the livers. The problem is, is these, these assholes stay young way, way too much longer than they should. Okay, That's the but problem. Let's get somebody 55, but we have these liver-spotted hands just gripping onto power, <laughs> holding it's on like, for dear life, and I'm tired of it, man. I mean, a perfect example, I, I, was, I was meshing back and forth with 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 Zoncha and his kid has has gotten into Transformers and he's telling me how expensive they are now. They're like fucking forty, fifty dollars. And so yeah, because they're not aimed towards kids anymore. They're right. aimed towards assholes that are forty years old that's gonna just have it sit on the fucking bookshelf and look at it. Like a fucking <laughs> asshole. Sports cards are the same way now. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I, I, I say sports cards, comic books. It's all aims towards someone who's sh- who's who's not a child. It's like everything that's supposed to be for children is not for children. It's for so it's here's for the assholes thing. that have never truly grown up. Would you say, Mike, that the largest percentage of our listeners are the generation that's the largest percent of our listeners are Gen X? 
I think is so. That, is that what I mean, we are? Let, yeah. let me let me say this. I there's no way there's no it, there's no way to know that, right? There like but I think just based on the day and age of the territories yeah. that and because of what we cover, I'm very I feel very confident that the majority for sure is Gen X. Okay, so we're we got to come to terms with the fact that we're not going to have our hands on the levers of power and we're going to get passed over in this thing. And I've come to terms with it and I don't care. I'm just give it to the millennials next, skip us, but get it out of the, no, get it out of these baby boomer hands, bro. I don't even care anymore. It's like what I, I said when Jason Garrett got fired, I don't give a shit. I don't expect us to win the Super Bowl. I just need somebody new to yell at. I th- yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I, you see, here's the problem, else, dude. <laughs> These 75 year old presidents, man, I want to pop them in the face, but then I feel like guilty because I'm like wanting to strike an old man. I need somebody younger that if I get mad at, I could feel like, you know, I'm going to knock President so and so the fuck out if I ever see him. You know, o- <laughs> Obama was young. He was like 50, huh? Yeah, and they said we can't have any more of that shit uh-huh. on multiple levels. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's <Stop> nice. It. <laughs> they can't they emergency break after that. <laughs> oh, God. Mike ain't oh, ever going to get back there. He's He's got the double whammy. Race and generation. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, Doc. What the fuck? Hold on. Where's the sound by that, man? What the fuck? There Jesus. You there you go. Son so, of a bitch. <laughs> so, um, I, I guess I'll just—I don't want to go too far into it because we have patron ep- content. But I, I, you know, I, Harper and I didn't get, to, didn't get to interact in this. Obviously, uh, we have our thoughts on the flare match. But here's the one I want to ask uh, uh, Harper: uh. Is that the last time he'll be in the ring wrestling? It better be. But okay. but what's scary is they're like, oh god, you know, we just stole a fucking pay per view from these dumbasses, okay, and I so was let, and I was one of them. And, yeah. and thinking, yeah. you know, maybe we could do it again. No, you're not, motherfucker, because we already saw it. No, no, no. But who do you know in the history of wrestling business that stole a house that stopped at when they were ahead? Well, you know what I'm thinking? I think other people like Hogan and all might be thinking, God, look what they did. Maybe I should fucking uh, take out the red and yellow and have a Hogan's oh, last match. He ought to wrestle like Booker T and let Booker T just whoop the shit out of him. <laughs> God, I hope not, Doc. Jesus Christ. I don't want to see The fossils of wrestling, anymore. boy, it's coming. The I can t- of I, wrestling. I could tell you this much. I know I paid for flares. I will not pay to see no goddamn Hulk Hogan. You don't want to see Hulk Hogan drop the leg on no. fucking... On, no. On, uh, no. Whoever the fuck. No, and it's po- if you, if you think, if you think Flair... If you think Flair's post-match interview was something, Hogan will start talking about, well, out Jesus. here tonight, Terry Balea dropped Terry Balea's dick. You know, Terry Balea's dick is only two inches. Hulk Hogan's is 12. I mean, he'll, he'll just start talking about something oh. stupid. He'll bring up Jesus. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about Jesus, Jesus from an old wrestler. Nothing. I just don't want to hear about it from anybody else. Let me have yeah. my personal relationship with Jesus or God. Our God is an awesome God. Jesus, Lord. 
I, I, exactly. These old wrestlers turn into freaking preachers. Like, I don't want to hear it. Well, what is when your you problem? You're not ring, religious? You gotta, no. I don't want to hear it from you. And you can't go in the ring. You got to figure out a new thing to do. Yeah. Bruh, dude knocks on my... This, ain't a, this is a completely different story. I'm in my garage yesterday. <laughs> dude knocks on the door. I, I hear the... Uh, Was it or, the Mormons? No. It's some jabroni friggin' moron selling stuff. I got my back turned... I'm not interested. Oh, oh, well, I was just introducing my... I'm not interested. Oh, what was he trying oh, to sell you? Okay. God bless. Uh, panel, was it solar panels? Bruh, I don't know. I literally had my back turned to this dude in the garage. I was, I was putting something up on the shelf. I'm not interested. I, that's how I said it to him. It's 105 out there. Let me spend thousands of dollars to jeopardize my energy source on, and let you put something on my house. Yeah, they got uh, the guys here that fucking knock on your door trying to sell you shrimp. Now that sounds good. Yeah, they're like shrimpers, and they got this fucking ice chest full of shrimp in a pack and truck. And they're like, hey, got this shrimp since it's a pound. Oh, fuck yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, that's all right. I ain't getting solar panels or... We all should. Them. Converting them. Well, maybe so, but that's not how I'm going to buy it. Bro, let me. Well, how's, let me yours, how's yours power bills? Got yeah. mine today. Fucking crazy. <sighs> it's bad. And, $425. It, is it? It's bad, Hoffer. <laughs> it's bad. This, it's this, I have come to terms with the fact that this, this swath of land that Mike and I are trying to live on is uninhabitable. <laughs> it's a <laughs> desert right now, dude. Dude, there are cracks that are. Uh, we were at soccer last night, and there are cracks in the ground that are an inch and a inch and a half wide. Here it's doubled, basically. It's 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 bad. Oh, Doc, you know what I mean? Tell you talking about. I feel like panels? if we were back in the old days, would have been and didn't have like like I mean back in the forager days, would have been like we got to go somewhere else. There, this just drawn up. Yeah, there are no resources. I don't, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore, Doc. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And the other <laughs> thing is, how, how, dude, it hasn't rained in months. In months. Really? Months. It's been, it's been raining here nonstop the last. How the fuck do we do? We still have drinking water. I've always wondered shit like that because we have those. We have the the lakes, like the the area lakes is what supplies us with our water. And that's them the problem. Shit, them shits have got to be on the downward swing. Yeah. <laughs> we got the river, which I, I don't know if I should be drinking that water. Right. <laughs> I've said that for years. <laughs> I was like, but I lived there 30 years, so it was like, well, I mean, you know, by that point, you know, I think the damage is done. Well, that's where our, our water comes from, right, Mike? I think so. That's what yeah. I always understood because it, it, right, technically right. it's fresh water. Yeah, I mean, that's what... That's what I've always been told because I remember yeah. like we used to kid be a kid drinking the the water fountain in school and there's the line and some kid would be drinking gunk gunk gunk. They're like, damn, what you gonna drink the whole Mississippi River? Yeah, that's what I. It was always my understanding. I mean, we don't. There's no freshwater lakes. I mean, no. The the, the biggest body of water is the Mississippi, and like I said, thirty years down there, I, I think I got my share of whatever was in there, and it damaged me. That's probably why we we went bald at such a young age. I couldn't mm. But you know. Speaking of solar panels, they had, they, they dude was over here uh, doing something in my electrical panel. 
Um, he was fixing a breaker and bruh, he starts telling me about this, these idiots that which knocking on his door, trying to sell him solar panels. And this dude's an electrician. <laughs> oh my God. He was like, I frustrated. He was telling me this dude was, had me dying. I frustrated the piss out of him. He's like, hey, you want to charge me how much for them solar panels? You know how many years I'd have to pay that off? He said, it's good for 25 years. It never pays for itself. You're full of shit. He was, That's he, the he, truth. He, he ain't lying. Oh, my really? God. I was dying. La- Dude, because basically what he did was he was like, all right, bro, go ahead and average out. Like, calculate the next 25 years of your electricity, okay? And then he was like, after you do that, figure out how much the solar panels are. And... You're not just paying for the solar panels because nine times out of 10, you got to get a loan. So you're going to be paying interest as well because not many people just got 30 grand laying around, put solar panels on their damn house or however expensive they are because them suckers ain't cheap. So he was like, you do the math on it and tell me after 25 years if you've really come ahead by that much. If you did, it ain't by much and you probably didn't. Well, y'all get a tax break, huh? What? Do I do we look like billionaires? This is There's Texas, no bro. There's no, no tax breaks in this goddamn panels. state. Maybe a one year uh tax deal, but I that think ain't here it's a big tax break. Well, we live in panels. Texas. So whatever tax break that that would be, it's eaten up by the property taxes. And Mike, I don't pay pro- uh, property taxes. Bro. No, we pay t- We don't, we don't pay, pay state taxes. Tax. Oh, we don't pay- oh, oh. Mike, okay. did you hear that there's $4 billion of surplus of property taxes? They admitted that they ganked us for $4 billion more than they needed. And yeah, they need to get it back. There. You told me about that when we were drunk uh, recording that episode. I remember. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. I Dude, that night was... There were eight episodes recorded that night, and only one of them made air, because that was the only one that was recorded. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I did me, you, and drunk, me, you being drunk, talking to Harper and Mrs. Harper was tremendous. We solved all the world's problems. We called out every politician known to man. Uh, we solved it all, but it wasn't recorded. It's lost to time. And now we figured out solar panels because you know how many people are going to be like, you don't know about solar panels. I got them at my house. And I'm selling shit back. I'm selling juice back to the grid. Well, he so he went on. I, I didn't completely go into everything because I'd be here for the next 45 minutes about it. But he went on to tell me how he he basically explained it all. And then he talked about how you really also need to have a battery backup for your solar power. Because then even when you're electric, if you just got solar panels, your electricity goes out. You haven't stored that energy anywhere. So your electricity is going to be out like everybody else. So he was like, you have to have a battery backup. And he's like, let me tell you how much that costs. So he starts going down. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly why I will be paying a power company for my power. Because I just can't see forking up 50 grand, 40 grand, whatever it is, for panels and battery backup. Like, that just doesn't make yeah, sense Yeah, but you to still got to pay money to the power company. Well, you do because... Depending on your company as well, uh, and we got the greatest thieves on planet Earth here with ERCOT. I mean, if we gonna call it like it is, allegedly, allegedly, I just I gotta say, allegedly. they are the they are the biggest heel stable on, on, in the in the Federation. Energy is pretty bad. Like too. Energy is pretty fucking 
Tony Soprano. Yeah, I was gonna say Harper's got it bad too down there. Um, but my point is, like, you you're still you're still gonna pay them a little, but it's not gonna be you know you ain't gonna get no four hundred dollar bill, Doc. Is what I'm saying. But even then, do you know how long I have to live in my house to make up forty grand? Fuck that. Right. Bruh, that's a long time. I might not live that long. Because you drank the the Mississippi River water. Exactly. There you go. All right. Um, Well, hey. Are you talking about some wrestling or what? Well, I'm going to struggle through the first part of this because my gimmick erased the first page of my notes. Oh, oh, oh. Let let, Let me hit the video recorder. Let me hit the video recorder now because I want the people just watching the video version of this. I want you to tell them what happened to the first page of your notes it's and gone. why it happened. Okay, explain how and why because you no longer take notes on your little steno book or notepad. Right. Right? I used, oh, so so I, tell the people. I used, I, I used to have a legal pad and I would just take notes on it. And proceed. Uh, I got this tablet-like thing to take notes on that uploads them to the cloud and stuff. I don't know. You saw it. What would you say? I I, I could never freaking use something like that. I I'm I'm either just write this shit down. That what? Okay, Doc Harper, Harper. <laughs> okay, hear us out, Doc would always take notes on his notepad as he watched. Now me, because I'm doing it on my computer, I just take notes on Word, like a Word document. But that's uh-huh. not the same as what he's got. So Mrs. Doc got him this electronic gimmick that's like a notepad that you write on with the stylus, and he showed it to me. And my first thought was, get the flying piss out of here. But she got it for him because she thought it was nice and would help him out. And it's just like a woman to think that they can help you out with something you're trying to do. And so Doc hadn't been using it, but then no, he was started. I have been. No, using no, no. It. At first, when you first got it, you weren't using it. And she got mad because you weren't using it. So then you started using it. And three weeks, four weeks later, your notes get erased. Does that summarize it well? So the first page was a full page of notes. And now it has um, one line at the bottom. Uh, it says, like, I like seeing the Japanese stuff, which out of context sounds uh, really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> That's your Pantheon printer situation. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have to go to China for a replacement. I can I can't uh, get I can't get a legal pad at um I about to chunk that motherfucker. Oh god. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I I'm about to just break down and just go buy a real fucking laser printer. So fuck that just, thing. Well, and 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 what gender was the person? We're gonna assume gender here. What gender was the person that bought you this? It's broad. Yeah. Right. Just, and what did you just say, Mike? Just, Bro, women, women always think they solve a problem, and uh, they just made it worse for both of y'all. The ratio of the female RVD pose. In the problem-solving process to actual problem-solving, it's way out of whack. I'm dying, bro. She bro. brought him a printer, and it's I useless. I went to print out shit yesterday. 
and it just starts coming out clear. I'm like, wait a minute, I just changed this fucking, uh, I just changed the fucking laser printer jet thing, and, I, and I'm just like, I swear to God, I was about to pull a fucking office space, <laughs> and. I was just going to go to Office Depot and fucking buy one, but I didn't have time. So I went to to the storage where my storage is and got the old dinosaur printer and just brought that one fucking back. I'm thinking, thank God I didn't chunk this fucking thing because now it's saving my fucking life. Because mm. the Pantheon printer is is the world's biggest fucking paperweight. That's all it's good for. Meanwhile, you have a frog splash a thon happening in the other room. Yeah, and I still got more shit to print out. I'm just so fucking fuck. Uh, if you never heard of that company, you don't fucking buy it. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, that's a have. good rule. There's a Look, reason why you never heard of them. I'm not trying to be mean here, but a few months ago, Harper's woman gets him a printer. Does no research on it. Just buys him a printer. To well, make she it said easier. she said, "Well, it had good reviews." I said, "That shit ain't real." When it says mm. "Bob from Kansas," says that that shit ain't fucking real. So Harper gets a printer that's given him nothing but problems from the time he tried to hook it up until Bruh. now. Doc's woman gets him a electronic notepad because, you know, he never asked for it. His regular legal pad was working just fine for the last seven years. <laughs> and then moral of the story. Moral of the story. Go ahead, Hopper. Your uh, your wife is going to get fucking solar panels. Oh, mm. God. dude, I, <laughs> bro, I will destroy. <laughs> Let me stop. We're being recorded. No, she's not that crazy. But the the point is. They think they're solving a problem. The problem is the the a problem didn't exist. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, Harper's old printer, it was a little inconvenient because it went yeah. in slow. Yeah, but that you just hit something right there. Inconvenience. The 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 modern broad cannot handle in being inconvenienced. That is worse than an actual disparagement or actual crime being committed is the inconvenience am i wrong no no price is too much to stop the inconvenience from happening the horror of inconvenience anyway bruh thoughts hold on thoughts and uh, prayers dog thoughts and prayers. I, I, I don't have it queued up here we go thoughts and prayers dog that that's I mean literally that's that's the printer situation in the electronic notepad. I mean, so I'm gonna try to remember what I did watched last week uh, on this, and so there you go. Let's let's get started on March. You know what women will never understand? It ain't Men? that fucking hard, guys. Mm-hmm. Ain't that hard? Um, okay, so we'll get into it now. Uh, it, no problem, uh, Doc. And he did text me when his notes were erased and i i just i think my response was broad logic um 
Anyway, so a couple of quick notes from the tape and before we jump into it, uh, the March 2nd episode that we're reviewing here was taped February 26, 1991 at Center Stage. Um, according to the history of WWE.com, Owen Hart was actually backstage at this taping, although not wrestling on this taping, but stay tuned because he may be coming into the promotion soon. I call it a promotion because, Doc, you're going to love this. I had one of our casual listeners, I don't think he was a regular one, Email me and correct me and say it's a promotion, not a territory. Territory. I, I apologize for your stress and your annoyance, oh, Bubba. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Name I bet that guy's got a $40 transformer still in the box on his bookshelf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I thought you'd it's get a kick a, out of that. Uh, it's a promotion, <laughs> not a territory. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. I mean, what the hell? I mean, the guy ain't lying. I mean, he's not wrong, bro. I mean, it is a promotion, and it's not a territory. I mean, you know, Bruno, he was in a territory back then, you know. <laughs> JYD, he was in a territory, but I mean, Hopper, I mean, what the fuck, Hopper? I mean, it is a promotion, bro. I mean, come on, bro. Stop working the room. Yeah. So, we did see uh, Barry Windham versus Ron Simmons and Butch Reed doing a run-in in, like, the intro. And then we have a second intro, and we get to center stage, where it's JR, Paulie, and Missy Hyatt, Missy Hyatt that open the show. Paulie says, Sid Vicious is on the Danger Zone this week, and Missy is supposed to interview Ron Simmons to find out what's happening with Teddy Long and Butch Reed after what happened at the pay-per-view when Doom broke up. If you want to listen to our review of that, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And now we go straight to the ring. Harper is going to have a stroke like we did at the pay-per-view. Doc, don't say it. We said everything we had to say on the pay-per-view. Uh, Harper, we got the Young Pistols. There we go. Versus Brian Carr and Snake Watson hey, because, of course, pistols. because, of course, Steve and Tracy, you know, we couldn't keep them Southern as no, the Southern boys. I guarantee you Young Guns was a real big movie at this time. And this was like, well, let's call them the Young Pistols. Cause fucking young, because Young Guns is such a big movie. That's Young that's, Guns. Ca- I came out. You, that's where they got this shit from. So Young Guns was out in '88. Young Guns Two was 1990. Was yeah, yeah. I, I just looked it up. Young Guns Two was '90. They saw um, fucking Young Guns. You're like, let's call them the Young Pistols. So was there a Young Guns Three, Hopper? No. Just two. Okay, I couldn't remember. I didn't even remember there being a two. I remember there being a one. Um, yeah, the second one was fucking yeah. When it, God. it because they say that like Billy the Kid, you know, like it's it's like a little fucking urban uh, legend that that's not him in the grave, and he they really didn't kill him or, or whatever. And that's what the second one was supposed to be him telling the story as an old man. God, that's the one that had. The John Bon Jovi song. Right. Well, they both did. Well, what's from the first one? You had one of Dead or Alive. Yeah. Oh, that was in I... the first one? I think so, huh? I Blaze thought so, Glory too. was in the second one. Right. Okay. As I walk these streets. What's your, what's your favorite about... Bon Jovi song, Mike? Um... That's a good question. Bad medicine. No. No. Um. 
I don't know names. That's the problem of, oh, of songs. On. Just call it Toby. What was the first album? Bon Jovi. It was, it was, it was just that, yeah. The first album was 7,800 Degrees Fahrenheit, probably. No, 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 no. It was, no. I think they had a self-titled album. Self-titled and then yeah, self-titled, right? And then it was like slippery when, when, when wet, right? Yeah, and then New Jersey. Yeah, and then it was. Okay. Uh, when did they start making bad country music for fat broads and scrubs? Oh my God! It, really? It, everyone does that now. Def Leppard came out with a new album recently. It popped up you... on my Spotify. I'm like. Fucking Def Leppard's got a new album. I, I, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to see what, you know. That's exactly what it is. It's that fucking country rock for fucking some fat fucking single mom that sits in a cubicle all fucking day. <laughs> Just growing. That's her. What, what do you do for a living? Grow. For y'all a dirty dude. <laughs> y'all are some filthy bastards. <laughs> Think about what you just said. What do you do for a living? Grow. Come on. What's wrong with y'all? Grow up. Man. Uh. Well, it's it's better than the Bullet Boys new single, Harper. Okay, Doc. I it's was called, trying to look up. The, the was... Bullet Boys have a new single called Holy Fuck. He's gone. He went to go listen to Def Leppard. Uh, so I was trying to look up the names and what, when I see them, I, I'd have a better idea of what I was looking at. I did like one of dead or, dead or alive. Uh, you give love a bad name was good. Living on a prayer is good. I think it's underrated. Okay. Uh, I like, dude, I went through a phase where I listened to like a little bit of stuff like that here and there. Yeah. It was probably the late eighties. Cause you also like guns and roses that kind of overlapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I was Guns N' Roses guy, and Harper's gone. You like hang up? Sure did. Wonder if his internet died. All right, we'll keep going. Um, so the Young Pistols are gonna win when they hit their finisher on on Snake Watson. I almost called him Snake Watson, and that was that. Uh, Doc, we talked about the Pistols at the pay per view. I don't know if we really need to add anything else here, man. Um. Other than to say they didn't need to do this to them, but they did, right? I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Danny, what you said at the pay-per-view. Well, you... I mean, it's unnecessary and it's stupid. Even if it's for the Young Guns movie, it's confusing to the crowd, but. Okay, fair enough. Let's keep moving then. We go to commercial, oh. we come back and. Somebody thought it was good to have Ranger Ross in here versus Buddy Landell. Uh, hey. Hopper's back. There he is. You all right? Did what you, happened? You lost the internet? internet? Fucking cut out. I fucking oh. lost the screen. Look at that. Run that back up 10 seconds. Wait, Does Buddy it? look sober there? Yes. No. Yeah. No, he does not. <laughs> no, what are you talking about man. No. He just got done busting, you know, uh, baby got baby dolls guts out. And, that and may hey, be don't the case, oh but... yeah, 
He looks like he don't want to be there. <laughs> so you're saying Buddy is like feeling like this right about now. Now, I'm one of these guys that can't just fuck something up. I got to fuck it all the way up. Okay. And he said that and followed it up for some of our new listeners with this line. Be blessed and be a blessing. That's the greatest, greatest line ever. <laughs> greatest podcast. One of the best podcasts in podcasts in history. It's either that episode or it or is the Robert Fuller with Terry Garvin Sims. It's the best podcast episode, single episode of all time. Yeah, I'm with you, Doc, on that one. So Buddy's taking on Ranger Ross. Oof. And um, Oh, he's back? I guess he got paroled. So he hasn't started his crime spree yet. The motorcycle. He's bandit. still he's still wrapped in the flag. Because you put because you put a boot in your ass. Just, he's it, too it, busy it living on. Away. He's too busy cashing in on his patriotism, <laughs> and hasn't stopped that to start a major felonious crime spree just yet. So, I want to fast forward to this because. This match is not all that obviously. Buddy's gonna win, so I want you to, I want you to see <laughs> you know, something. Go back here. there where Buddy looks up. He's like, "Who's got cocaine?" Oh, <laughs> when you mean when he's got him in the abdominal stretch right here? Yeah, yeah. Buddy watch looks, what Buddy does. Buddy came out looking disheveled. Oh, but what okay. you got? You holding? You holding? Oh. All right. He's got eight ball. Right. You holding? I'll catch you in the back. <laughs> Meet me, around, meet me around back by the loading dock, and we'll we'll toot it up. So the finish is coming up here. I don't know what Ranger Ross – I've got a note. I don't know what Ranger Ross is doing, but he appeared to be trying to say something, and and Ranger Ross isn't going for whatever it is. So Buddy's talking to him, and Ranger Ross is not responding. Buddy said, I'm, Ixnay on the finish. I'm high as a kite, and I want to win. Yeah, Buddy ain't even bumping for him. <laughs> like, Buddy's talking to him here. He's trying to tell him something, and Ranger Ross is, I, I don't know. I don't think Ranger Ross was getting everything that he was trying to say. Do you think Buddy kept everything in woke, woke terminology there? For Ranger Ross? Uh oh yeah. No. Terry Taylor comes out, though, and he attacks dude, Ranger dude. Ross. I want to see Buddy join the corporation. I want to see Boudreaux in a corporate environment. Oh, that would boy. be great if he'd have been a member of that foundation. Look at that. He got up high on that one. One, two, three. Boudreaux wins. Right guy it. won. Right, boy, you never been more true when you say that. Look, they got Mr. Hughes now. Yeah. They, they acted like they didn't know who he was. It's like that they was did. racist too. That's the okay, big hold on. Come on. Hold on. I think his it, leg was outside the fucking ropes. Everything he wasn't airtight, brother. Yeah, Flair um, didn't get his his shoulder up at the thing. Who cares? Oh yeah, for the figure four. Yeah. Hey Doc. Yeah. Mr. Hughes <laughs> is literally the black Bubba Rogers. You think? That's what it looks like. No, yeah. I mean, Dusty's there, so come on. He's Blig Blah Blah Blodgers. Okay. A, a, little, a little insurance never hurts. All right. Safeguard. What the fuck Boy, is that with like, insurance? That was like some black label soap. Immer Safeguard? I guess that's still around. I don't know. Um, If it is, I don't buy it. Let's yeah. go to Pillman. Brian Pillman's got a promo he wants to cut with JR. 
They're not in front of a live crowd, which means it's not going to be as good. But Pillman is pretty good here, even though it's not in front of the crowd. Here it is. Welcome back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross alongside Fly and Brian. And, Brian, we know that you've got a score to settle with many men. First on the list seems to be Big Sid Vicious. Well, Jim, I spent a little time in the hospital following the carnage at War Games, but I've spent a lot more time in front of the mirror asking myself if I got what it takes. And I'll tell you what, I'll be damned if I'll let Sid Vicious or any of the horsemen or anybody else for that matter rob me, deny me the opportunities that I've worked so hard my athletic career so let me tell you something you may have broken my shoulder hurt my neck but you'll never extinguish the flame that burns within me so Sid get ready I'm not gonna make any promises but I'm gonna guarantee you one thing everything this body has every ounce every fiber is gonna be coming after you so get ready ladies and gentlemen let's go to the ring and see the man that flying Brian is talking about in action big Sid vicious is on his way all right uh, Pillman's fired up, which he should be uh, after War Games. Doc, any thoughts? I thought he was good. He's got charisma. We yeah. should push. We should work on pushing him. Nah, he's too small. <laughs> Would have been better in front of a crowd, but I get it. So here comes a nice botch by Jr. Uh, Sid Vicious is taking on Mark Merrow, and Jr. says Mark Merrow's making his debut here. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. He made it before, but, you know, we all make mistakes. Doc, uh, he's going to beat Mero inside of about two minutes. Uh, any thoughts on this one? He's, man, he's a, he's a baby face. If you watch the end of this match and the crowd respond as he's pinning him. Yeah, I, I don't get where, why he, well, I get why they look at him as this quote-unquote face, but it's very confusing if you don't know any better. I mean, because he's still a horseman. Oh, yeah. Is he? But then he comes out here and there. Boy, they love him. I mean. It's almost like hit... I did say, well, how Jarrett wasn't a horseman. Was he a fucking horseman? Sid. Yeah. Sid. I mean, He was fuck. at the war games. Yeah, but he's he's just kind of like a just like Zavisco, right? He's like a wandering horseman that just kind of comes and goes. He power bonds Marrow, and they're cheering for him. That's a damn sure. But they've we've seen this before with him. There's nothing new. And now we get to Smoky Mountain wrestling. No shit. Let's put a guy on the stretcher face down. Let's roll him out the ring. He might be hurt. Yeah. And now there's there's, there's <laughs> medical protocol right there. Yeah. That's exactly what you do when you put somebody in a stretcher. Uh, you put them face down. I've never seen it in EMT with a mullet like that before. Come on, sure you have. You don't you don't live far enough out in the country. <laughs> this is <laughs> Only thing worse is like we talked about Hopper and Smoky Mountain when they put him on the World War II gurney. The gurney sack. We then go to Gordon Soley, who does a wrestling wrap-up segment, and it's all about Wrestle War. Uh, Gordon, he actually mentions a couple of the Japanese wrestlers, Fujin- Fujinami uh, defeating Ricky Choshu, which means Fujinami earned a match against Flair for the NWA World Title or World Title. And then Gordon then talks about Wrestle War that happened last week, and he recaps all of that. And again, you can hear our review of that 
from the pay-per-view and the return of Nikita Koloff. Yes, Nikita came back at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can hear all about it there. tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We don't pack this show full of ads, so become a patron and support us. Thank you very much. Doc, did you have any thoughts on the replays and the stuff we've already seen here? I got a feeling you're going to say, it ain't going to work for me, brother. Well, that was, no, that's where the, I like the seeing the Japanese stuff just came in. Right, but taken out of context, it didn't come across the right way. Yeah, it didn't look so good, but now that I put it back in context, okay, and now I have notes. All right, so Fujinami wins. That means he's supposed to take on Flair. Didn't and he's quite catch so. that drop kick right there, though. It was airtight, brother. Everything what are you talking was snug about? Back then in Japan, strong style. So they say. Moving right along, we're going to go to the next match. We go to commercial. We come back and we get Tim Horner and Brad Armstrong, the Lightning Express versus the Freebirds. At the. Did I miss it? There's a, there's a, a poster board. Dude, I, it's it happens so quick, Doc. You need I to think see like this. go back, white, go back, bro. I think I saw something. It says White Express. Right, right, wait, right there. <laughs> white Express. There's a, there's a there's a degenerate lightning bolt in the middle of it, but it literally says. We need to get some of those signs printed up. White Express. Yeah, you gotta take a screen grab it. <laughs> British. <laughs> I bet that made you a little pee-pee hard, Doc. Why? You racist bastard. That's not that's not even cool to joke about. You know better than that. <laughs> I just opened up my home to you not too long ago. No. <laughs> he had three black people in his house all year. No, uh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what does this sound like? <laughs> the community yeah. rec center? Nah, bruh. I'll bring my family over there. We can double that number. How's that sound, Doc? Well, I don't. From what you told me, I don't think your family wants to come over here because they don't like us. Oh my God! There's a sign that says the White Express, as you can see if you're watching on the video version. It flashes very quickly, though. Some hillbilly drew a confused lightning bolt in the middle of it, but it literally says White Express. Uh, that does not look like a lightning bolt. Doc, no. what do you got from uh, old Tim and Brad here versus the Freebirds? There's no way that they're going to win the titles because this federation, or let me say this promotion, is not big. It's not small enough for Tim Horner to be the tag team champ. You're saying he can only be a territory champion, right? Small at territory. The, yeah, at the most. Yep. Small. Small. And uh, the Birds are the tag team champions right now because who'd they beat at the pay-per-view, Doc? DeZoom. Doom. We got DDP out here, and um, boy, he's something else on the microphone. Uh, but imagine if you'd have come out in 1991 and tried to tell people that this guy was going to be like a yoga guru that like transformed people's lives. Yeah, for real, huh? Not just that. Imagine if at this point when he's out there, you'd be like, he's going to be WCW world champion one day. And he and won't, it won't be that bad at that. Like he, it wasn't like an insult. No. 
Like nobody would believe you. It, they'd be like, this dude? No way. But it happened. Good God. As he cut those promos at the uh, pay-per-view. You know, he drove the fucking... Uh, did, yes. Did he, what? The, he drove the the the, the Cadillac that, to the WrestleMania, that uh, whatever yeah, number it was. For, for uh, Rhythm and Blues. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that story. He's very color, dude. He's there's a lot of stuff with this dude, man. <laughs> that being one of them. But I think I tell you what, he's a hell of a salesman because he pulled Kimberly. Holy crap! Mm, His ex-wife. Page. Oh yeah, bro. I remember when she was in that Playboy. Fuck. Ring a ding ding. Got look at it. Oh, that's uh. Jeez, he that's top. that's a uh, Big Daddy Dink Hopper. He's back. As as what? Big Daddy Dink? His mm-hmm. name is Big Daddy Dink. He was introduced at the pay-per-view. He's the Dink's, road manager. Dink sounds like a, a racist term for, for somebody. I that's that's good. What's I mean, that's like Hopper. I asked him, I asked Doctor in the pay-per-view. What, what what how would you describe Big Daddy Dink's uh, attire? He looks like the typical asshole biker, <laughs> the guy that dresses up on Saturdays to look like a biker on this fucking Harley. Oh, what kind yeah. Of, what kind of job does he have? He's a welder. <laughs> That's how he dresses up on Saturday night. Yeah. The bar. Oh, God. I saw he's, and he's drinking. Special. He's drinking in a bar in a strip club. I mean, in a strip mall. Oh, God. Yeah. That's true, huh? A strip mall bar. What's wrong with that? What's right with that? <laughs> All right, Doc. So on to the match. What do you have from this thing? If anything. Nothing, really. It's fine, but I mean, you know, what are we going to do here? So Brad, Armstrong, lot- Brad Armstrong is the talent here. And he ain't winning the straps, so there you go. So we get a hot tag to Armstrong. He comes in handling the Freebirds, big backdrop, laying in the Jimmy Garvin here. Uh, Armstrong actually has Garvin rolled up, but Hayes is going to slide in, and he's going to DDT Armstrong. And the Freebirds retain the the uh, world titles, and there was that. Um, I guess it was fine, Doc. I mean, I, I'm not like... Wasn't it like wasn't awful. Here. It just, you know. Come on, ref. But you're right. It's not like they were going to win. And it's not Lightning like Express. it's not like when this airs, they're even the champs anymore. I just realized that whoever this person was holding the sign, the White Lightning. It's the it's it's the Lightning Express, not right. the White Lightning Express. Right, it's the Lightning Express. Right, and I don't know why he called them White Lightning. Is that well, what uh, Horner? The, well, Horner there's is, there's possible explanations. One is Lightning. They didn't think they could get Lightning to fit on there. They also most likely had no earthly idea how to spell Lightning. Oh God! We'll just put a bolt on there. That's just good. White Lightning. White Lightning. White Lightning. 
Great segment in Smoky Mountain history. Okay, so we go to commercial. We come back, and Missy Hyatt throws to a video clip from the Omni in Atlanta. Uh, Barry Windham versus Ron Simmons. Butch Reed, as we were talking about in the opening, interfered in that match. And he actually accidentally lays out Simmons in that match. Uh, this led to Simmons and Reed fighting and then Teddy whipping Simmons like an animal. Literally, that's JR's words, not mine. How do you feel um, about that use of turn of phrase? You're the woke one. You tell me. I'm not as sensitive to everything. Oh, right. Look at that. Look at he, that. He is laying in to him. Well, let's go now after Hold on. that happened. Hold on. What? Yeah. Oh. Let's stop there for a second. But so they broke up twice. So the clip that I think you're seeing happened before the pay per view. I think that's what you're seeing. Okay. So yeah, they broke up twice. For the people that saw that in the Omni, yes. Which is fine if it's a house show, but it starts to get problematic if you're watching all their programming and you see that. Well, right? it's not just that. Like, there was no need to air that because they broke up on the pay-per-view. Right. So Everything was airtight, brother. Airtight, brother. Let's go to Missy Hyatt, who I think Ron Simmons delivers a really nice promo here. Here that is. To introduce my special guest, Mr. Ron Simmons. Mr. Simmons, they have you have been quoted in saying that if Doom didn't take care of business, something really bad would happen. And it did. You lost the belt. Yes, and it's unfortunate, but let me explain this. When we first entered into that partnership, there was one thing that we made sure of that we were family and that nothing would ever come between us. And that we were gonna be family until the end. We set two goals for ourselves. One was to work hard and to win the World Tag Team Championship, which we did. The second one was to maintain them and do whatever it took to keep them. That didn't happen. And you know why? Because those two pea-brain punks couldn't handle success. They could not handle being a star. They could not handle winning the title, maintaining the hard work, going through the rigid schedule that it takes to maintain a World Championship like we did. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Teddy Long, Butch Reed, you're familiar with this saying, aren't you? You can give your heart to your girl and give your soul to God, but that belongs to me. That's right. Hey, no, Ron, I have followed your career from college football until now. And I'm from Florida State, and I'm from Tallahassee, and I just want to let you know, you know, I know that you eat, sleep, and bleed Florida State Seminoles, and so do I. And now, let's go to the ring. I... I thought Ron Simmons was great. You can give your heart to a girl and your soul to the devil, but your ass belongs to me. That was mm. phenomenal. Yeah, that's good shit. That sounds like a bumper sticker from a truck stop. I think so. And, um, Hopper, you can use that one on commentary at Wildcat yep. one of these days. I'm going to use it right now. Right, Write that down. You know, since All the right. champ fired me, I can't remind you next time we're on commentary. No, no. Yeah. yeah. The champ. Yeah, fired me. Said I wasn't talking enough, but Sammy wouldn't let me get a word in. Not that I'm mad at Sammy. He was just doing his job. He still does that. Does what? I can't get shit in. 
Sammy. He just keeps talking. It's like I'm just waiting for him. He's like the micro machine guy. <laughs> Collect them all. How yeah, the hell did yeah. three of y'all do it with him last show? I, I'm just curious. I, no, we I guess... got it done. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It was good, yeah. It was uh, suck, me, huh? Sammy, and uh, uh, David Powers. I know who it was. I saw the motherfuckers up there. That's nice. Classy, too. Yeah, I, give, yeah. I give the champ a platform. I give his special friend a platform, too, and that's how I get treated. That's bullshit. It is. It really is. You should have a Darren back on. I will. I'm going to have him back on. Doc I said will. no. Eh, you know, Doc don't have to be there. Let's keep moving before I work myself into a shoot. Uh, Bobby Eaton is taking on Ricky Nelson here. Doc, any thoughts on this one? Besides it taking too goddamn long for Bobby Eaton to beat this dude? He left. No, I'm I'm here. Um, and you didn't ask, but I thought Ron Simmons was great there. I mean, I'm sorry. He he's gotten better at the baby baby face promo by not being a baby face for a while. Thing about this match is Bobby was throwing some just amazing right hands, and even Jr. was like, he has the best right hand in the business. I mean, he. He really did back then, dude. He was damn good. Yeah. I like Bobby that they wins. used his last name on the Chiron at the beginning and didn't just call him Beautiful Bobby. They've been doing that, though, huh? No, you never know. I mean, it's WCW. Okay. Well, Eaton um, slams Nelson, hits him with the Alabama <laughs> jam, and God, he floats when he hits that move. Any other thoughts, Doc? No. All right. All well, right. now we. What, Harper? There we go. Wildfire. Oh, yeah. The greatest NWA champion of all time, Tommy That's Rich. That's right. And Big Josh take on the State Patrol. There was a pitcher and pitcher from Tommy Rich and Big Josh. Nothing notable is my notes. Paulie calls them both illiterates. I mean, that's kind of mean, but it is what it is. Doc, uh, what do you have from this big-time matchup of excellent wrestlers? Did you Do you believe that the right team is going to win? No, I don't. Okay. No. Definitely the right team is going to lose. I couldn't stand Somewhere in this match, and I couldn't stand it, Rich has a hold on, and and Big Josh comes in illegally to cheer him on. It's just stupid. Pissed you off, huh? I don't know why. It just pissed me off. Now, if I could get 112 with 10 seconds after it, we're going to be in the outside of the ring here. Here we go. Right after that punch, watch the lady in white get up and powder. Like, uh uh-uh. That kid? No. Oh. <laughs> she yeah, ran. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind going to bed with one of these guys, but I ain't going to get hit for it. I learned my Grow lesson up. last time. Grow up. Seriously. What? what? Can you act mature sometimes? Yeah, it should, you shouldn't be, you know, making fun of that. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Anything else, Doc? 
No. This is big this is pure Saturday night though. Yeah. Yes. Big Josh. <laughs> it really is. The Look State Patrol like versus a, them too. Come, uh what the fuck is that the that beef stew? That, 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 that yeah, no, the, the fucking beef stew with the with the thumbprint on a can. Denty, Denty Moore? What the fuck's that called? Hungry Man? <laughs> you gotta no. know what I'm talking about. Hungry Man. No, I think you had it the first time. The Denty, Denty Moore. Moore? Is that it? That's I think. If I know this and in, in, in Harper. In, it looks like he eats that like three times a fucking week. What does he eat the <laughs> other four? <laughs> oh, God. Tree bark. Yeah. <laughs> Pot of meat and uh, scrambled eggs. That sounds pretty good right now, actually. Oh, yeah. She made the other night. She's like, you want to eat breakfast tonight? I was like, yeah, fuck it. So she made the eggs and the sausage and all. And she mixed cheese in with it. And the cheese was bad. I didn't want to say anything, but I just ate it anyway. Campbell's Chunky Soup. Wait, wait. I'm trying to hear Harper's story here. The cheese was like spoiled isn't bad, Harper? Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to say anything." So I just ate it anyway. Or you're so you already ma- you're already married then. I was like, because I, because I don't want to be an asshole. So I was just like, "Yeah." So I'm did good. you puke? No. Okay, it just tasted bad. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, shit happens. But I wouldn't eat that shit. Well, you tell them next it. time. Make make me some better eggs. <laughs> go give me some. Go give me some fresh cheese. Well, she gets the eggs from her. Her grandma's got chickens. Wow, of course. Yeah, white. That's white people, bro. In the middle of fucking Metairie. Right. <laughs> that's white people. <laughs> so yeah, she always has fresh eggs. So. Oh, chickens. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking that maybe she was scrambling eggs and then you offered to scramble hers. Come on. All right. We keep moving. Jim <laughs> Ross throws to a replay of Nikita Koloff attacking Luger at Russell War after Luger's match. Again, if you want to hear the discussion on that, become a patron and support one of the only shows that doesn't jam pack its show with 30 minutes of ads. You can do that by going to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, where Doc and I covered that pay-per-view in detail and had a lot of fun doing so. Doc, um, any other thoughts before I, I, I'm tempted to play this next segment with Nikita training and lifting weights. I'm going to do it one time and one time alone because Hold I on. don't know if we need to listen to the sound of a man grunting and groaning. Bro, I was I was watching it and my family was all like, what are you, what are you watching? They're like, hey, put your pants back on, Dad. Shut up. So Let's... just see so and just so you know, because I started thinking about this. It's like he's got nine more months of the communism gimmick before the USSR Colla- yeah. collapses. So yeah, it, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter though, because he's still gonna. Okay, at one point they start saying from Lithuania Nikita Koloff, and they still call him. The Russian nightmare with the finisher, the Russian sickle. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. Just wait. Because I remember. 
Just wait. Just wait. Lithuania. Yeah, he 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 changes and and is from then Lithuania, and it's the it's still the Russian sickle, Hmm. and he's still the Russian nightmare from Lithuania. That's that's fucking stupid. Well, WCW, they did the WCW thing. You know what's new, right? The Mexican nightmare from from Honduras, (laughs) from Argentina. Yeah. Never fails. Okay. Uh, I'm playing this one time here because uh, I think they're going to do this over a series of months or a series of weeks. Just just listen to this. This is what Doc's talking about when his family was like, what are you listening to or watching? Calm down, Jack, Nikita Koloff proved to the world that he is going to be in the hunt for the United States Heavyweight Championship. He's emphatic about his training. As a matter of fact, he has his own camera crew and recently sent us this videotape. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're like 13, 14 years old, <laughs> walks in and is like, what the piss are you watching? Don't worry about it, Mom. You're grounded. I mean, if they didn't know any better and you had a VCR in the room, they'd think you're watching porn. <laughs> Poor old Nikita. Eh. He's a one-trick pony, huh? Doc, his, uh, his whole system of government's about to f- fall. You guys be... Uh, come on. What? I mean, really? I mean, no more breadline soon. That's right. <laughs> I mean, fucking uh, David Hasselhoff is, is he's going to bring the Berlin Wall down. <laughs> that was a special uh, that, moment. Yeah. Doc, uh, any thoughts on uh, Nikita's work out there? No, I liked it. Actually, I'm going to say this. His promo at the pay-per-view was better. Uh, it really was. Yeah, it was. Well, after Nikita's groaning and groaning and having sex in the workout room, we go to Lex Luger versus Doug Vines. Uh, Luger's going to finish this one off pretty quickly, puts Vines in the torture rack and wins. Doc, any thoughts? I would have liked to have seen Nikita jump him there. What, here? Yeah, and I get it. We'd be hot-shotting, but let's heat some shit up. I mean, I think he did enough damage to him at the... How, how do you say? He's yeah. perfectly fine. It Pillman's the one that's still bandaged up. I don't know, Doc. I mean, Nikita laid him out. No, he didn't. Okay. All right. 
You, right, you got all the experience in wrestling. I'm sorry. I, oh, great one. I should have realized how uh, intelligent he's in the ring right now. You're booking the territory. I got it. Right. Well, well, book it, bitch. Somebody, somebody's got to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great one. Talking. He's you, he docs run seventeen great promotions, and they're all more successful than the WWE or AEW or Mid South Wrestling World Class could ever imagine being. He even partied with a. Uh, uh, Manny Fernandez and did a Dusty Rhodes impression, and Manny said, "You know, man, that's the greatest thing I ever seen." I mean, you know, Doc's the greatest of all time, right? Was that was that was that better than the time that you put over Doug DiBiase on on Pascagoula TV? Did you on that asshole? Did you do that? No, I didn't put him over. Um, was it uh, Ted DiBiase's uh, brother, Don? <laughs> What a jabroni. Well, that dude's a tool. Come on. Bro, I'm just saying it like it is. He's a tool. He's an idiot and a jackass. That's bullshit. He's a legend. In his own mind. (sighs) Don't get me started, Harper. I really like to keep, you know, a positive mental attitude, like Andrew likes to say. I really try to keep my PMA up and... That dude's an idiot. He's an ass's ass. All right, Doc. Nikito, I'm sorry. Luger wins commercials. Luger promo. I want y'all to listen. There's a small Nikita chant as Luger gets started. <laughs> Come on. Which is which I found amusing. Here it is. On to TBS and World Championship Wrestling this past Sunday in Phoenix, Arizona. The unperpetrated attack on Lex Luger by the Russian nightmare Nikita Koloff. It's quite obvious that Koloff wants to be once again the United States heavyweight champion. He is in secret training preparing for that battle. But I know the fans are anxious to hear your response about what happened this past Sunday. You know, Jim Ross, Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare says he's back. And he's back to take what belongs to him. When Nikita Koloff... You're gonna have to stay in that dungeon for a long, long time to get ready what you got waiting on you right here, baby. Because Nikita Koloff, you spent years working hard to earn the trust and respect of your fellow wrestlers and your fellow people out there who watch the sport of professional wrestling. And in one fleeting moment, you wasted it all. Nikita Koloff, but there is promise out of all this because if you wanted a U.S. title shot, all you had to do was ask. Because I've wrestled them all. So Nikita Koloff, you need it. With that belt across my head, the element of surprise. Because moments earlier, we embraced. That tells me you aren't so sure you can take Lex Luger. And I'm telling you, I'm real sure you can't, Nikita Koloff. Because next time, there won't be a surprise on you and me face to face. All right, fans, those comments from the total package, Lex Luger, he's going to be ready, and we're ready to go back to the ring. I mean, they were chanting Luger, I'm sorry, Nikita at the beginning, but by the end, they're cheering him. So I Yeah. Mean, I don't know, I guess it's Don't fine. you think that was the crowd being jackasses? Because Luger's been pretty damn over. Yeah, that was a couple of fucking jackasses just trying to fucking, as they say, steal the show, just be dickheads. Because, I mean, Luger's been real over. Yeah, I agree. That's what I, that's what I was saying. Like at the beginning, they're chanting Nikita, and then by the and, end, and, they're cheering well, him loudly. And we've been having this ongoing discussion for two years, but I think this is a big test for Luger because now Luger's in a feud 
where he's going to be the best talker. So usually it's, well, he wasn't too bad. He held his own there because he's going up against the horseman or whatever. Now he's going to have to cut the promos. For real. You're assuming they're going to let them cut promos. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's, the, that's the other side of it. Nobody's cutting promos weekly. I mean, not nobody. You know what I'm saying. It's nothing like it was. But I hear you. As uh, Scott Steiner just spiked um, one of these guys. The Steiners are taking on Joe Bruce and John Peterson. Mm. <laughs> Steiner just... just he bounced him. He <laughs> What do you call that? Uh, uh, what is that? Wrench, a gut, gut wrench uh, suplex. Uh, gut wrench power bomb. No, it's a gut wrench suplex, gut wrench slam, and he. But Scott's got this guy, and he just dumps him. Man, it looks worse than what it is, but it's a uh, Steiners versus Joe Bruce and John Peterson. Doc, what do you have from this one? Man, he also hit that dude with a real stiff Steiner line before that. And he gets one, too. The Steiner brothers don't play, Bubba. They're... <laughs> Can I make it a second one? Yeah. Uh, boy, they're, make sure they're, you sell it. They're just... They're on another level in the, at this point. Where's the nasty boys going? Hey, fair, brother. Um, With the Steiners, you legitimately can make an argument that you could have left the world titles on them for a long time in his promotion. Oh, yeah. Like, l there's an argument that them and Doom could have just swapped the belts a few times and they could have stayed together. Hell, you could have mixed in Arn and Barry in that kind of that same three tag team thing that Smokey did in 93. That's true. Okay. Huh? Yeah, I could go with that. Because... They're just, I mean, like if somebody had said, oh, the Steiners were champions from the end of 90 all the way into 90, you know, through 91, like you, you'd never, you wouldn't even argue. You'd be like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. These dudes have been badass since the minute they walked on the scene here. But I can tell, they look like they're starting to like really get comfortable with it. Really oh, comfortable with it. Agree. They're growing into the role. Yeah, I'm with they you. They were badass when they started. Don't get me wrong. But they're getting like, okay, we're badass. So any other thoughts, Doc, on this as the Steiners win with uh, Scott hitting the power? No, I'm not no power they were like a puppy with big paws it, uh, like a year, year and a half ago. Now they're just destructive. Um. I, this promo doc do you have notes from it we go to commercial we come back and it's the danger zone with sid did you want me to play it i can't remember i thought he was decent but it was too long it have been more effective it wasn't bad but it would have been more effective and i like them shooting up here he looks like he's a million feet tall yeah that's that's a good angle how you do it so they we really uh, i mean they do plenty wrong i like him having the stretcher out there even they do the plenty wrong, and we talk about it, but that was, that was good. So Sid says he's heard people ain't happy with what happened to Pillman, and then Sid tells Pillman, Sid tells Pillman he's sorry that uh, Pillman was able to walk out of the hospital and calls Pillman lucky. So he wanted Pillman to stay in the hospital. 
And Good then baby Sid face tells, promo. <laughs> Sid then tells Eligante that you ain't no giant. I'm the real giant at WCW. That's what Sid told Eligante. I think they're going to have a match at a pay-per-view, so yeah. for that great one. Oh, my God. Sid versus Eligante? I think so. I can't remember oh my 100%, God. but I think so. Let's do it. We go to the next match. Dan Spivey versus Larry Santo. Spivey doesn't get out of his vest and chaps and wins. And that's my notes, Doc. Yours? Nice chaps. Dirty white boys were better. Dirty white boy. You know what they call that move that Spivey just did, Doc? I wasn't watching. Called a Japanese I'm I'm popping bandits over here. You hear me? That move is called a Japanese arm drag. Okay. Please don't right. ask me how I know that. Did, did Don DiBiase tell you to do it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, he taught me that one of all. Yeah. He... <laughs> that's nice. Ah, that asshole. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he taught me a Japanese arm drag. He can't do an American arm drag, much less a Japanese one. Oh, man. Are you going right, to come yeah. out of it? You need to have Mike Menace's last match. Harper, we need to promote that. That's true. Danny Flamingo wants a piece of me. But, you know, the <laughs> champ just. The auditorium. I'll the manage. Champ, the, I'll manage. The champ, the champ fired me from commentary, so I don't, I don't know if. We don't need that. Know. We can go outlaw with this. Yeah. No, I want to do it at Wildcat. That way, the champ, that way I can make the champ mad one more time. I'll manage All right. Flamingo. You still uh, got your gear? Yeah, I do. It's in the garage. Yeah, there you go. Fucking dust that shit off. When's the last time you washed it? Uh, today was two, probably a decade and a half ago. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it probably smells real good. So when did you stop? Uh, uh, before Katrina? A little bit after. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When Doc met me, I'd probably... Well, no, when you met me, it'd been five years. But yeah, shit happens. Okay, let's keep this freaking show moving because Spivey's boring me and he's about to put me to sleep. Um, He wins. Doc, did you have any other thoughts on Spivey's victory? Uh, no, he couldn't even be bothered to take his chaps off. All right, chaps. so then we go to... Dustin Rhodes versus Jeff Sword. And boy, Dustin laying in the sword here, man. He's fired up. I, I got to say, man, Dustin is, he's good. Like, I know his dad is the booker now, but Dustin's good. Doc, do you got any thoughts on this? Man, I had to, he was exploding with those right hands. And he was man. on it here. And he's been impressive all the way. Yeah. yeah, we talked about him a lot at the pay-per-view. Uh, he had a really good match there, but he's good, man. I know I know. a lot of times the promoter's son, the booker's son, always gets to, oh, well, they wouldn't be in that place if not for daddy. Dustin is good, man. He, he would have been where he's at even if not for Dusty. He's got talent. He does, there's nothing wasted when he's in the ring. He takes his time. He's not rushing. And then Dustin just did a Japanese arm drag. This must be a rib. That's the first two Japanese arm drags I've seen on this show. Maybe they're getting ready for the Japan. 
they're getting ready for the Japan trip. Yeah. Don DiBiase, so. Don DiBiase taught me that, Hopper. Yeah. Oh, oh did he really? Well, that's the good. vigilante. The vigilante. The virgin. Don he be sloppy. Oh, come on. You see? Dude, he ain't had a piece since a piece had him. Mm. God, that guy was such a jabroni, Hopper. If you only really knew. Come on. Bruh, I got stories. I bet you do. Oh, no. I got stories. But you oh, ain't ever going to have the nutsack to tell him, so who cares? Nah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have to tell him. He was there. Who, me? No, not you. Uh, Debussy. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, bruh. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, Dustin's going to win, Doc. What do you, what do you, you got anything else from this? He's looking real good. Which, yeah. again, is we've got a lot of talent here and a lot of possibilities in this promotion. What are we going to do with it? Nothing. Uh, this dude's sword is having trouble hitting the ropes. I wanted to make note of that. Um, Dustin eventually is going to hit him with the bulldog and win the match. And uh, that's it. Here comes the bulldog. Dustin's really good. He's very smooth in a ring. I'm going to say he's underrated during this era. Like I, I don't yep. think a lot of people talk about him during this era, but he really is good. I agree. All right. So moving right along, he wins, and we go to commercial, and then we got one more match before we rate it and hand out the Rolex. El Igante and Sting versus Magnum Force. Who's Flair in joint. Oh. Wrong, team. Wrong team one. Flair, Flair joins on commentary shortly after the match starts. Flair says that Eligante and Sting have made a mistake and that these two guys will learn their lesson soon. Eligante goes to the commentary area and yells at Flair, wait for it, I want the belt. Chris Zonch is going to love that because he's been posting that in the Facebook group nonstop. We love you, Zonch. Who's, who's a better wrestler? El Gigante in 1991 or Ric Flair in 2022? Ric Flair in 2022. Come on. That's hard to say, too, man. I want the belt. Oh, boy. Um. So, anyway, this leads to Barry attacking... Eligante from the back because Barry's out there talking crap too. He's you can read his lips. I want the belt. He's keeps screaming it right there. That's all Barry, he knows to repeat. Does he know zero English? Like zero, like like nothing at all. I mean, he probably knows how to say hello. Where's the bathroom? Yeah, I'm thirsty. Wanna, I'm hungry. I want a coke. But yeah. All he knows how to say in English is, I want the belt. They start. The belt. They all start fighting there in the ring. Flair has. Sting has Flair rolled up for the pin as this brawl continues. Eligante gets in the ring, counts the pin, and the fans seem to love it. And we go off air. Good for him. With so much excitement. I want the belt. Flair is mad and throwing a fit. What do you have from this one, Doc? If this is what we're doing, and it appears that it is, then I guess it was okay. 
I mean, the fans were into it. Right? That crowd's not a good barometer. Fair enough. I, okay. I like it better. Remember how Dusty would get catcalled? That we'd get out to the arenas and the place is going nuts? Yeah. It's true. Luger's All super right. over at every pay-per-view we do. Yeah, fucking Luger's it, man. Maybe well, now we got to... Maybe he'll no. have a last match soon. Oh, go uh, ahead. Come on. What you about to say? Jesus no, Christ. because they can, he, he's got to be leaving soon, right? Luger? Luger? Yeah, when he becomes a uh, narcissist. Yeah, You're quizzing me on stuff I don't have committed to memory. So come maybe on. you could get Draws versus Luger. Oh, my God. Dude, seriously? Oops. Son of a bitch! Draws from my... Uh... Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> Jesus. It just hit me. You fucking, come on. And he's laughing. He thinks it it's stopped funny. you in your tracks. He didn't realize it, what it, you were talking it, about at first. It paralyzed you. <laughs> bro, that's wrong, bro. Come on. Yeah, bro. That, that's fucked up. <laughs> he's in a wheelchair. Both it's election a wheelchair? Yes. And he was still was taller than half was it, it, it was cancer, right? Sir, I'm no, not a medical I don't professional. Want to talk about a, a man's personal problems. Well, really? You just you just made a joke <laughs> about him having a match with draws. Hey, remember that thing we said earlier about playing both sides? Jesus Christ. I'm praying for him, though. Oh, come on. And he finishes it up with a God bless you. Yeah. You got to cloak yourself in religion so nobody can say anything to you. Actually, that's not true in 2022. Yeah. Well, I I couldn't reach my American flag, so I just grabbed it. Bro, I'm a religious person. I believe in God, and I get mad when people start preaching to me about what God does. Bro, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from you. Our God is an awesome God. Jesus, Lord. Peace be with you, Michael. And also with you. Michael. Lift up Mills. our hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Lift Can you imagine Harper going door to door trying to, like, convert people? Come on and join Jesus. Y'all got any chores I can help out around here? Maybe some ass I can eat. Y'all got some ass I can eat? Bro, I haven't told you a story you about my buddy. My buddy answered the my buddy answered the door one time. It was some religious people. I don't know if it was Jehovah or whoever, you know, walking around giving out pamphlets. He opens the door. They start preaching, and he said, "Hell, Satan!" Oh no! Oh, hell, Satan! I forgot to tell y'all this story. Speaking to people in wheelchairs. Uh oh. I was in one of my stores, right? Get to Walmart, the one in on Chef. And I go in there, and there's a guy that's in a wheelchair, like like the little motorized deal with the little Atari controller to fucking move it around. And he's he he's by the urinal, right? And he's got the bottle, and he's I'm like, okay, this guy's pissing in a bottle, so I'm not gonna stand next to the urinal with his dick out pissing in his bottle. So I go in the stall, 
and I could hear him just ah. Uh, I I'm like, okay, he's he's not pissing, man. <laughs> and I go out and I wash my hands and he's still ah. Uh, oh yeah. And I kind of look over, I'm like, okay. He's not urinating. He's doing something else. Wait. And I just He's he's when you say is he in the stall or by the urinal? No, no, no. Like you know how the, he's he's by the urinal, right? So I gotta take a piss so I don't go stand by the urinal by him or the one over because this guy's got his dick out in his bottles. Like I don't wanna fucking be around this shit. So I go in the fucking stall and I could just hear him go on and on. I'm that thinking he ain't pissing, bro. <laughs> so so he and, was doing the Javorski by the urinal. Yeah, in this in a bottle, like those fucking piss bottles they have, like in fucking hospitals. And I'm fucking washing my hands and fucking kind of peek over and look. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro! Fucking chef meant to a highway at its best. <laughs> Fuck. Ah. Uh. For anybody wondering, that's New Orleans East. If Harper's is on Chef Mentor Highway, uh, yeah, you told me not to go there, right? Don't, bruh, bruh. I, I, I would fear for your life if you. Yeah, they'll be reading about you in the paper. Yeah, if you drove through New Orleans East and stopped anywhere, I, mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd be like, no, don't do that. Yeah, they'll be finding your body. So you saying I shouldn't stop to buy some lotto tickets and just walk in and be like, Bruh, "What's up, my guys?" They <laughs> would see you coming from ten miles away. Who's they? <laughs> the guy Mike. cranking at the urinal. <laughs> I'll just tip him over and run. Hopper, he was uh, cranking and he was cranking off. Yeah, I think y'all are wrong because that's a beautiful thing that he could feel down there. Come on. What? Yeah, he's just, oh, yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> and I'm just like, Come, bruh. <laughs> and I just fucking walked out, man. I was just like, what the fuck? Welcome to Walmart. <laughs> Jerking off in a goddamn, um, about a urinal. <laughs> bruh. Now, if you told Darren that story, oh, bro, hop on me. Come on, bro. I want to hear about that. Oh, fuck Darren's got stories, too. Yeah, but he, not, but, but he acts like he doesn't. He acts like he's Mr. Freaking Nice Guy and Mr. Mr. Straight Lace wants to talk about his stock portfolio at 401k. <laughs> and Bruno and JYD. Oh, I don't talk about it. I mean, that stuff that happens out there in Chef, bro, New Orleans East, bro. I ain't got, I ain't got time for that, Hopper. I mean, come he's on, on bro. West Bank. Oh, well, that's slightly better. Depending on where he's at on the West Bank. Well, yeah. the West Bank. No, he's better off there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Doc, 10 minutes later. Rate it. It's ratings and Rolex time. What are you going to rate this one? You know, this wasn't a bad episode. But it also wasn't a great episode. And we really, really, really need a camp report. A training camp report from the from the Braves. Yeah, but that's not in this, in this, uh, the baseball's not going on, right, during this we time. Getting, no, it's we getting, we getting close. Okay, thank God. Yeah, um, that would have helped bless out. You. But, but this wasn't bad. I'm going to say B minus. 
Did you say B minus? B, as in bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going B minus too. Harper, what do you give it? Yeah. I'll give it a B minus. That's fair. All right. Doc, uh, give me a rating. I mean, give me a Rolex. Who's getting your Rolex? I want the belt. I don't know. Go to Harper. I, I might give mine to Eligante, but it's got to be one of those fake fucking Rolexes they sell at Mexican flea markets. Come on. He's uh, not Mexican. And he's not know. from Lithuania either. He's Argentinian, right? Who would get it? I don't... Uh, Ron Simmons is getting it from me. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. I forgot about Ron. Yeah, with his uh, promo with uh, Missy. Yeah, I'm giving it to Ron. You can give your heart to a girl and your soul to the devil, but your ass belongs to me. I like that. that that's right. Yeah, give it to Ron. Okay, so on that note, before we get out of here, I want to give you a quick reminder. Don't forget, Hopper is still doing his videos and relationship advice and life advice and all that good stuff. All you have to do, even in the time of inflation, he's still only charging $20, and you just got to email right. him to chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. That's chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. Get your very own hard body hopper video. Shout out, life advice, relationship advice. Hey, if you want more than one, you want to cut a promo, you want him to cut a promo on two people for you, just let him know. He can do two for you. 20 bucks each. Also, PayPal him. After you email him, you have to PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Um, Doc, anything else before we get out of here and ride off into the sunset? Do I get to give out a Rolex? Oh, you didn't give yours out? I'm sorry. I thought you did. No. Oh, give it out. Sometimes you have to advocate for yourself in life. I'm going to give mine to Ron Simmons. I figured that's who you're going to give it to. I mean, so no. He looked good. He did. Andy took a whooping. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh? Yeah, JR with a nice choice of Whoop him like here. a dog. Whoop him. Did you hear David Crockett during yes. that pay per view, Hopper? Whip him! Whip him like a dog! Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. yeah, that was great. Yeah. All right. One other thing before we get out of here. Shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. Mike Pru and JV handle the ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check them out, Bottom Line cast. That's all I got. Uh, Doc, anything else before I throw it to Hopper to hit the tagline? No. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Book it, biatch.